Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where I interview guests about their crazy, unique occupations or life experiences. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Today, I'm joined with Monique Pliakis, and she is with Homewrecker Podcast with her lovely husband and host, Alex. She's also a past life regressionist. And guys, she does tarot and oracle card reading. I've had her before on my podcast. Monique, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. How are you? I love you. You and I have become such good friends. I love your husband. He has such good energy. My mom came through for you guys when we were talking (laughs) and she was like, that man is special. And, you know, I try to give you everything I get from my mom because my mom is like being besties with all my other friends. She's like um, taking over with my besties. Oh my, okay. So thank you. And we love you. And so this morning I was doing my gratitude, like, and I, you know, give gratitude to all the people I, when I included you and I said, and her mom, right? <laughs> it's like, she's included, you know, I know my mom, she's such a sweetheart. And we're closer now than we've ever been uh, when she was uh, in physical. Isn't that crazy? I know, but it's, it's so nice because to me, it shows that Things can change. Even when a loved one has passed on, you can still make those changes in that relationship and forgive each other and love each other. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I miss her physically. That's the only bad part about it. You just miss them physically, just like I lost my sweet pug about a month and a half ago. And she was our 15-year-old sweet girl. And I can't believe the physical missing part. I know she's fine. I I know how it all works. But it still makes it really hard, you know? Oh, absolutely. We lost our cat. So we had three cats originally. And the oldest six lived to be 23 years old. And we lost her this year. And it it was one of those, like, it was her time. She was ready. But it's still like, I'll I'll look in the bedroom because she usually, like, will sleep on the bed. And I think she's there. And I'm like, oh, no, she's not. And it's just that physical seeing her. Yeah petting her, loving her, you know, it's like I can still talk with her. Absolutely. But yes, it's the physical. Well, and you know, it's a good reminder to tell everyone guys, I mean, like I said, it's awful to miss your loved ones, regardless if it's human or pet or whatever. But just remember, all you got to do is talk to them. Just talk to them. I started doing that with people like Monique, who told me just talk to them. They're right there. And guess what? It's true. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about predictions for 2024. And goodness, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. But I'm being trying to be cautious because I know we're not quite out of the out of the ick. I think we're still in some ick, don't, don't you think? We're still in some ick. And so that's, yeah. that's such a lovely way to put it, Leslie. <laughs> um, so basically what my cards told me, it's like um, when you look at it, like I'm a very optimistic person. Yeah. I will always find the silver lining. Yeah. I could be on fire and say, hey, at least I'm not cold. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I will find the bright side in the sure. darkest situation because oh, yeah. that's just how I am. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And the cards I got were so like, like, seriously, it's like walking through quicksand and trying not to sink, but get through it. That's what 2024, I think, is going to feel like for a lot of people. And what my cards told me, um, some of the things I got 
weather, I think some areas are going to get hit hard by the weather. Mm-hmm. And some places especially are going to get hit hard with snow. Okay. Now, let me ask you this, because, you know, snowmageddon here in Texas in 2021, that wasn't fun. That was what, 2021? 2021. And guys, you're going to hear my dog barking because there's someone at the door. So sorry, I'm not going to try to get that out of there. But um, are you getting regions or are you just getting, it's just going to happen? Are you? I feel like it's going to be like, not just the places you normally expect, but okay. other places you might not expect too. It's I'm getting random. The okay. word random is coming to mind. Like that's random. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, and you know, and we, we've had snow here many times, like back in 2011, I think we did get like 13 inches of snow overnight. So, yeah. you know, we're in the Dallas Fort Worth area and we're so far North that we're almost to Oklahoma. So it makes sense why we would maybe get ice and snow and all that. But when they turn the electricity off because they can't make enough because the wind turbines are frozen, that's what happened. And they literally turned it off. We didn't run out of power. Um, We didn't make enough. So they turned everything off. Because you guys were getting blackouts and then brownouts. And it was like you guys had power for what, like so many hours and then it would shut off. It was crazy. No, we didn't even get that. They just turned it off. No, I meant afterwards, like, because I know some people in some parts of Texas, they'd only get it for a certain period of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was so weird. It's the entire state, like for even Galveston Island, even the ocean had ice on it. That's how cold it got all the way down. And we're on our own grid because Texas got to be on our own grid, apparently, you know, and they have done nothing to help it. So we're looking at snow in crazy regions that aren't normally, but you know, this is an El Nino year. So I think that's kind of expected anyway, correct? Yeah. And so one thing that somebody told me was like, I have a friend in pest control and he had said, look at where the insects like wasps and hornets are making their hives. And if it's up higher, it means there's going to be a lot of snow. I didn't pay attention to where they were (laughs) making their nests. (laughs) But I guess that's like a kind of thing. So if you happen to like pay attention to that, then maybe that'll tell you for your region. Um, One of the things, so I got something interesting earlier like kind of in the early summer okay. of 2023 okay. so for those who aren't familiar with me yeah I like to work with dragons and dragon energy okay. and so my dragon showed me volcanoes erupting mm. and flooding and it was like it's not going to happen right now but it's coming so the stuff, the dreams I've been having, it's like, it's like something is trying to tell me, get prepared Mm. of like volcanic action. So probably volcanoes, earthquakes, flooding. It's going to happen. You heard Japan had a big 7.6. Yes, this morning. And then those crazy waves out in California. Now I know you're on the East Coast, but real quick, let me ask you something. Tell me what you mean about dragon energy. What is a dragon energy? Is it more like an angel? What is that? All right. So dragons. So ever since I was little, Mm -hmm. I just felt connected with dragons and I couldn't explain it. And then I found an Oracle card deck, dragon Oracle cards by Diana Cooper. And I was just drawn to it. And I was like, okay, I need to get this deck. And I started learning about dragons through there and I started meditating it and they would, you know, tell me stuff. So dragons to me, and this is the information I get from my meditation and from the messages I receive, they're these 
etherical beings that are from like an angelic realm. So like the realm of the angels and they're here to protect us and guide us. Basically, when you think about source, you have angels who are like, we're all extensions of source. We're all part of God. Uh, They're created by God and they're here to help us Mm. and they're here to guide us. And my personal feelings based off of what I feel, what I've been told is that they got turned into these monsters you know, Slayer Dragon, the knights would fight the dragons, these evil beasts, and they're not. Right. And it's almost like the inversion, how like the people try to invert the truth. Right. That's kind of what happened. But they're basically here because they're on different dimensions. They're at a different dimension. It's very hard for regular people to see them. We can all connect with dragons. Just start talking like the way I started talking to my guides, my angels, mm-hmm. just Hey, you started talking to your mom. Hi. You know, just start talking to them. They want to help you. They're here to guide you, to help you. So just start trying to make that connection. I actually do um, a group hypnotherapy session for Dragon Connection. And I just this weekend made an at-home digital download for people who want to connect with dragons. So instead of doing a session, you buy the digital download. It's not available yet, but it will be soon. Well, that's the thing because, you know, all this folklore and what, you know, the legends of dragons and, you know, all the knights and round table. And and you're thinking, you know, there's so much truth to all the folklore and legends. You know, there's always a sprinkle of truth in all of that. Who's to say they didn't roam the earth? Who's to say that we, you know, I've never seen a dinosaur roam the earth, but we have the bones from them. And I was going to ask you as well, Mothman. My mom indicated to me that he or it, whatever it is, <laughs> is um, more of, a, of an interdimensional angel. And I'm wondering if that's kind of a dragon energy. So, okay. First of all, love Mothman. Yeah. Um, and so to me, Mothman is like, yes, this type of messenger yes. observer like who comes yeah. to kind of see what's going on and for those willing to take the information. And I think part of the problem, like when you think about Point Pleasant in West Virginia, where yes. was the biggest sighting of Mothman, I think the problem was people just weren't ready. They weren't open oh, to right. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they were afraid. When you think about angels, right? Oh, they, they look but scary. Oh, they they're look horrifying for so many people. And that's why they look like man. They look like humans to make it easier for right. us. Well, and that's, that's why I thought about, you know, the dragon energy. And I was like, well, I wonder if that's an angel energy. And you just said it was. So it just depends on how you interpret it. And my mom did say, she said, you know, if you think about it, you've never seen a mothman ever hurt anyone. It's always been there right before something bad happens. It's almost like a messenger and a warning and it wants to help. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about spiders, right? Yeah. Like, think about jumping spiders. They're actually super duper cute, right? But people will look at it and it's weird and be like, ah, yeah, I yeah. look at them like, oh, they're so cute. And like spiders do really good things for us. They're a good part of the ecosystem. But it's all about your perspective. How, like, I could look at something and say, oh, that's beautiful or that's interesting. And someone else might be thinking that's horrifying. Oh, yeah. It's all about perspective. Absolutely. And I always say, go with your gut feeling. Don't like take your initial reaction because we all get startled. We all get nervous. Sure. But feel into it focus on it how is this presence making you feel are you afraid or do you feel okay i mean the human fight or flight response where we're kind of like oh this scares us because that's just how humans are it served us you know thousands of years ago but i'm always like wait how do you feel because i used to be afraid of spiders 
And I was like, wait, I got to really like change my perspective. And instead of just initially being afraid, look at it. Oh, okay. There's actually some cool stuff and I'm not afraid. And you learn about it. So anytime a presence comes to you, don't go necessarily by how it looks, but how it makes you feel. Absolutely. That's like, because, yeah. and going back to the dragons, that was something where during like my own hypnotherapy sessions um, and even meditation, some dragons have appeared to me. I know if you could see what was in my mind, it would look so scary. It oh, was yeah. like they could yeah. be so ferocious looking and scary looking. But their nature, their energy was so loving and gentle, but it had a fierceness because it serves a purpose, but it's not to make me scared. It's to protect me from other less than positive energies, energies that aren't there for my highest good. So it's here to help me. And you have to go by the feeling, not just how it looks. Yeah. And we're always having to categorize everything. If it looks scary, then it must be scary. And if it's this, it must be nice. And half the time it's the opposite. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right? Yeah. So, okay, you drew some cards for the entire year. So we're talking not great weather because, like I said, the waves in California are, like, terrible right now. And I know a lot of it's because of El Nino, too. I I get that. But I've never seen those kinds of waves before. And the North Sea, what is going on with the North Sea? Girl. I I missed that. I don't watch the news. No, I watch way too much TikTok. And I'm watching uh, up in the North Sea. And those seas are so crazy. It looks like uh, out of a movie, you know, waves are crashing down, making huge cruise ships look like little tiny boats. And yeah. I'm going to put myself out there on something because with that meditation where the dragons were showing me, it was basically an indication of change. Like Mm -hmm. to me, the dragons were saying like, we're rising, we're starting to make ourselves more known. So for me, it came to where having these crazy weather events, which aren't good for us here on earth but it's like a catalyst of like this is going to start the change and part of it is like taking it back like the dragons are like we're taking it back you know nature taking it back so i think maybe it's just the beginning i'm not i'm not saying you're going to start seeing dragons everywhere right but (laughs) I definitely think this is the time, like if you're already, you know, somebody who meditates, you're pretty spiritual and this is something that you're interested in and you haven't touched, like start talking to dragons, start working with dragon energy because they're here to help us. They're here to guide us. And I think that there are dragons that definitely have a darker type of energy, but it's not to harm humans. It's more of, you know, like the light and dark balance. Oh yeah. You have to have one without the other. Yes, Yes, exactly. And it's like a balance and those have been, you know, coming to me as well. And it's not, you know, make me scared or anything, but it's almost like they're showing themselves like, Hey, we're here too. And, um, and I'm sure there are people who know way more about dragons than I do, but I go by like my meditations. I go by what they tell me. Like I have physically seen them before. I see them a lot in meditation. I feel their energy. I think these, like so many people are aware of angels and it's like, Hey, there's dragons too. So that's one thing like if you're interested in whatever way is most comfortable right, for you, right. learn about dragons and dragon energy because they are amazing beings that they protect. Like I will ask my dragons if I'm driving and I get like a nervous feeling on the road, dragons, please guide me. And I can literally feel them around my vehicle, well, guide, like, like plowing the way for me, keeping me safe. Yes, well, if I leave my house, 
please protect my home, my family. And I can feel them swirling around. It's like, and it, it, somebody might say, well, you probably just made that up in your mind or you're because you're thinking it, you're imagining it, but it's what I feel. You know, I I'm sensitive. I'm an empath. I feel energy and yeah. I can literally feel them. Well, it's like anything, you know, if, if you don't like the word dragon, then use angel. If you don't like the word angel, then use guides, whatever the heck turns you on. Monique just resonated with dragons because she had it as a child. And so because of that, that's what she resonates with. And that's what she sees in her mind. And you're right. But we do think this up in our mind and we can protect ourselves in our mind. Our minds are so powerful. And, and I wish everyone understood that because if we can heal ourselves, why couldn't we protect ourselves? Absolutely. I mean, you can ask dragons to bring you abundance. You know, yeah. you, it's like learning how to work with them. And it's just me because I am a polite person, but I say my pleases and thank yous. And it's funny because it's like, they'll be like, Monique, you don't have to. And I'm like, well, it's, we're here for you, but thank you. Like we appreciate it. But I'm like, I'm just being polite because I never want anyone there for my highest good to feel like I'm taking advantage of them. Not that they would because I'm not, and they know that, but it's my humanly thing about me (laughs) where I'm like, I'm going to be polite to my guides. Well, and the thing is, we all have individual, you know, perspectives. And if we're all fractals of God, then your perspective, Monique's perspective on how she feels uh, with angels or dragons or guides or whatever she decides to communicate with, that's her perception. And that's, that's still amazing. And that's something he's learning and evolving with he she I think it's there's no gender with God. But okay, so when you drew the cards for the rest of this year, tell me kind of where it was going. So basically what I got was, this is a year of change. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a year of getting things done. Mm -hmm. So I did the spread and it felt like it came off really negative, less than positive. But the main message from the cards, what I got is this is the year. It's the time to start working on ourselves. Look at the person you want to be. And then look at the person you currently are. Are they the same thing? Mm. And if they're not, this is the time to make that happen. But here's the sticky part. You got to do the work. And it's hard and it's not fun. And it takes time away from doing other fun things that are easy. But this is the time to do the work on yourself. That was the biggest message I got overall for the year. Also, be very mindful in your decisions. Um, Stay away from unnecessary drama. Mm, mm -hmm. And try as much as you can to choose to be positive and mindful of your decisions. Because I feel like there's going to be a lot of less than positive things happening for people. And it's a matter of saying, is there a lesson here for me? And how can I turn around and make it better? So as these obstacles come up, instead of looking at it like, what the frick? We got to get rid of this victimhood mentality. Stop being a victim if you find yourself in these situations where you feel like one and turn it around because this is the time to stand in our power. This is the time to do the work so you can become strong. If you want to be strong physically, what do you have to do? You got to start exercising, you know, you got to start, you know, maybe lifting weights. You can't build that muscle if you don't do the work. And just like, you know, other people can't eat for you. 
They can't do the work for you. And that's going to be so hard for some people. But this is the year because if you don't do that, if you haven't done the work already or you don't start doing the work this year, it is going to be a difficult year. And going into 2025, it's gonna you're going to be that much further behind. It's going to feel harder for you. Well, it sounds like if you do the work then you're going to look at it way more positively than if you didn't do the work. Yeah. And and keep in mind too, that sometimes we can do everything right and we can do the work and it still doesn't go right. Yeah. But that happens to everybody. So don't get discouraged. That's part of keeping the positive mindset. Yeah. Stay on course and know that, hey, you're hitting speed bumps, but Look at all the work you've done. You still got a long way to go. We all do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Do it. Yeah. And I know numerically it's an eight year. And I think that's a, is that like financial? So we're getting closer, you know, to the end. So eight, I think it is. Because I know fives are really transitional year and that's a hard year. And that was basically 2020 or 2021. I'm not sure. But you know, 2021. But you know, I, I tell you, Monique, at this point in this whole, you know, since COVID. It's almost like whatever happens, it's like if aliens want to come, I'm like, come on, because nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing's bad or good anymore. It's either you either take it good or bad or you don't. And if if that's part of working on yourself, then by God, that's what you do. You know? (laughs) Oh my gosh. So this is what I say to like my husband and my kids. It is what it is until it isn't. (laughs) That's what you got to go by. And it's, it's so easy to say that and to explain that away, but it's truly, it's really, truly intention and perspective. It really is. Absolutely. And it's so funny because like, I'm somebody who like when I was a teenager, like I was a kid, I was into like metal and punk rock, yeah. like, you know, very like punk rock. And it's funny because like, I would be called like the punk rock hippie because I'm so loving and I'm so kind, con- you know, it's yeah. just my nature. It's like, I can be tough, but you know, I've worked on myself. I find that everything comes down to love. Uh, it's about just having patience for others and showing love for others and that is hard do you know like anyone listening have you tried this it's freaking hard when people are just being awful to stop and say I still I send them love like that is hard but when you do though when you can do that what a different, because it's almost like, you know, with my mom, okay, I'll use her as an example. We weren't really close. We were close, but we weren't as close as we are now. But now I talk to her and I say, mom, you know, hey, I'm sorry that I, I say those things, but I just, she goes, that was your truth. And that was how you felt. And I don't, you do not have to ask forgiveness. There is, I, I unconditionally love you. And I feel more endeared to her because she speaks that kind of truth to me. And, and it just makes me that much closer to her. It'd be like that with anything. Like if, let's say you have a difficult marriage. I'm very lucky I don't. But if you all of a sudden start talking very nice to your husband or wife and you say, you know, and you want it to work out and, and you can stay in the marriage and you both want to work it out, try talking so lovely to each other and try doing extra things like maybe massaging, a, you know, going by and just massaging their shoulders for a second and giving them a kiss on the cheek or bringing them a little cup of coffee, you know, without them asking or just, you know, just coming up and hugging them and just saying, you know, I know that sounds so lovey-dovey and oh, you're just being so fuzzy. But I'm telling you, even in my marriage, and we have a great marriage, we, we do that now. And we've been married almost 28 years. And I can't wait to spend a second with my husband as soon as, as I finish with you I'm in there with him hanging out and I can't wait and I'm the same way because like my husband I'm like even if we're not in the same room it's like but I miss you yes. we're still in the same house yes, I know. but 
I want to throw another thing out there. Now we're giving out relationship advice for 2024. But I think another big thing, because this is something Alex and I do, and I feel like it really helps. One, we're brutally honest with each other. And we teach our kids to be honest because we don't want to, you know, build our foundation on lies. And so we're honest with each other. But also we listen to each other. Like, yeah, Yeah. we'll get annoyed with each other or get in a little like quarrel about something. But we sit down and we talk about where we're coming from and how we feel. But here's the trick. We listen to what the other person says. Right. It's that mutual respect of, oh, you know, I put my feet in your shoes and go, oh, you know, I didn't think about it that way. Okay. Thanks for telling me that. I didn't know. Okay. I get it now. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to hear. And it's hard to hear when it's something that you did and you're at fault. Yes. And it's hard to say you're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like swallowing a huge bitter pill and and that takes work. But if you're able to start doing that, and this is about that self-improvement, instead of closing off to what other people have to say, if it goes against your beliefs or feelings, listen, like I remember years ago. So our mutual friend, Karen Rontowski, love her. I was listening to her show and she had a guest on who just started going off about something political. And I was like, seriously, like to me, I'm like, politics are a scam, left wing, (laughs) right wing. They're both the same bird. It's like, but, but it's almost like getting into that, like, I have no tolerance for the other side type of person. Okay, yeah. And that's where I'm like, come on, man. Like, you can have the, like, again, me being like punk rock hippie, like, love everyone. Look over that stuff. Like, get to the root of love. But um, I I got kind of turned off and I was about to shut it off. And I said, nope, I want to hear what she has to say. Yeah. And so I, I made myself listen. And it was hard. I was kind of cringing through part of it. But then she had some amazing stuff that she was talking about. And I'm like, I'm glad I listened because I did learn something. And sometimes it's hard to listen to people when they're going on about something that you don't agree with or you're just like, come on, really? Like, because it's too much or, you know, like for what you're, you know, going into that conversation for. But if you hold patience for people and understand everyone's on a different journey, they're on a different path, you know, you're at a different point than everyone else. So have a little patience and a little perspective for those people. But if somebody just has a different perspective, listen to it and say, hey, could I have learned anything from it? What have I taken from it? And can I see their perspective, where they're coming from? Because in this life, you never know what people have gone through. You never know what made them the person they are and why they say what they say, think what they think, act how they act. You've never walked a mile in their shoes. Right. So it's so easy to judge and say like, oh, well, you're being stupid or you're, you know, not, you're just being ridiculous or ignorant. But it's like, no, you don't know what they've been through in life. Yes. And my thing is too, if it doesn't resonate, you don't have to take it. Yeah. And that is how great collaborations happen. I feel we're on this earth. Not to be easy and to all get along. It's like we have these challenges and it's learning how to deal with these challenges because it's so easy to be annoyed. It's so easy to snap and to be vicious at times. It's a lot harder to say, oh, okay, you know what? I don't agree with you. I'm still sending you love. Well, just like you said, it's work and love is work. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Okay. So tell me what other things came up for us. Okay. So 
a lot of work is going to have to be done. So okay. what was interesting is I pulled two separate Oracle cards mm-hmm. as well. Okay. And so one of the Oracle cards that I got yeah. was for my dragon Oracle. Okay. I got the orange gold dragon from Octorus. And basically this dragon, it helps you become open mm. to the knowledge to help bring in the new golden age. Nice. So it's saying that you carry the energy for the future and to be a guiding light. This dragon is basically here guiding I, I like if you want to call yourself a light worker yes. a healer yeah. whatever you know you want to refer to yourself as of you know just somebody who is you know trying to help others spiritually Absolutely. emotionally mentally physically yeah. this is the time to stand in your power mm-hmm. fulfill your destiny yeah. and be a guiding beacon of light to others and I think that's why a lot of us has been going through so much Mm. so we can say we've been through it right and now we can help and I've said this before to people in the past and it's so easy to get annoyed when you did all this work and then there are people who did it and they're like I need help it's like well maybe you should have done the work but then you got to stop yeah and you know you don't know what they've been through exactly and sometimes helping is just sending that love out to them or maybe listening to them or telling them it's okay or telling them hey you can talk to your mom or dad who have passed or your loved one who's passed or hey you can talk to angels or dragons yeah exactly. whatever it is that person is going to come to you for a reason so do you want to pull any other cards or do you have any more to say about the rest of the year tell me everything Okay. So I also, I pulled from my animal oracle deck and I got a panther and this represents purging and annihilation of the unnecessary. So the panther pounces into our lives, wreaking havoc. And it basically, it's just to disrupt all the stagnancy in life. So, because you want to start, you know, having a more fulfilling life. And again, it just really resonated. This is the time to do work. How many of us get stuck in the rut? You know, and it's just, we do things because it's just easier. It's how it is, you know? And it's like, you got to start breaking that up and you got to break it up by doing some work that, you know, that's the message I got. So right before we got on the phone together, I pulled three more cards from my tarot deck. Okay. And I was just like, anything based off of like what's coming next year that you want us to know. And I got the Ace of Swords, the King of Wands, and then the World. And it really just went in line with what I've been saying. It's like, this is a chance to make a new beginning. And I know that's so like, oh, it's a new year, new beginnings. No, any point in the year is the time you can make these changes for the positive. Well, you know, for worse, whatever path you go down. But this is the time. It's like, there's a lot of work to do. And you're not there, but this is the start of it. This is the the idea of, hey, let's take this thought and start making it a reality. And then the King of Wands is telling me, and like, so you take it and then you got to start putting it into action. Mm -hmm. You have to start using your passion, what Mm -hmm. you love, start doing it. And it might be hard, but you cannot have success if you don't try. No, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. And the world, what's that? And so the world is telling me when you do this, it'll make you more complete and balanced. You'll have gone through this level of the year. Wow. 
And you started at one place at the very beginning. And even if you don't accomplish all of your goals, like let's say you want to start your own business. Yeah. Start putting in the work, getting the ideas, putting it to light. Your business might not open this year. You know, it might not be successful, but it's the work that you did that makes you successful. So it's about that mindset, that positive mindset. You leveled up in the game. That is so true because you learn so much just by figuring out if you can even do it at all. You know? Yeah. So when you drew those dragon cards, was that for the collective or was that for me? That was for the collective. So I have my cards if you want me to pull a card for you. yeah, yeah. And so when I pulled it for the collective, it was so interesting because I saw like a lion and like orange, yellow kind of fiery energy. And then I got the orange gold. (laughs) But it was like very like, yeah, like we're here. Like we mean business. It was like very strong. Yeah. Um, So let me just focus on you for a moment as I shuffle. I'm seeing in my mind more of like an Asian style symbolic dragon, which is interesting. And its mouth is wide open. You know, it's so funny you say that, Monique, because I was born in a year of the dragon. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Ooh, you got the earth and water dragon. Mm. So this dragon, I'm going to explain it. It is basically um, on the card. It's a brown dragon with Uh green wings and it's it's very beautiful and it's I feel like it's a very soft delicate energy but this card basically it creates the foundation for new growth so this is like new opportunities this dragon saying nurture your ideas and harvest the abundance so this is a fourth dimensional dragon wow and it has both earth and water elements. Okay. And so what this does is just brings blessings of new opportunities. Right. So, and, and by these together, it's synchronizing the energy and timing to make sure that it blossoms. Okay. So like to think about it though, like if you're going to plant a tree, yeah, you want to have like good soil, good roots, good, like, you know, think about the tower card. Yeah. Why do, why do we have tower moments in life? Cause we didn't have a strong foundation. Right, right. And so it's saying, you know, start, like, this is the time, do it, start it right, and it will bring abundance. Mm. So listen to your inner wisdom. Now is the time to act on things. So what I recommend, if you want to connect with this dragon, Uh all you do is reach out, earth and water dragon. So dragons will have different names. So like, a dragon comes to you and say, hey, my name is Hank doesn't mean that's really the dragon's name. They give us names for a purpose. It might be because it's easy for us to remember or comprehend. You know, like there's a purpose. It doesn't mean that's like the name it goes by for everyone. Um, Yeah. So, you know, reach out, talk to the dragons around you and say like the earth and water dragon I was told is here to help me start talking to it, reach out and, and just start trying to communicate. You might get a feeling you right. might hear something or knowing. Um, you might get signs or symbols pointing out like, oh, okay, I think this is a message from them. And I'm not saying like read into every little thing that comes up. Right. But it's like a gut feeling. Like you'll know. But yeah, reach out to this dragon and ask it to help guide you. Well, I have to tell you, uh, and not a lot of people know this, but we are selling this house in the city and we're moving out to our country house. Mm-hmm. 
And yes, we're moving out hopefully this, this summer and our kids are, they want to live with us too, but they're going to build their own house out there. We've got 35 acres. So we were bulldozing and I was telling the trees, I'm so sorry, trees, but we're doing this for the better good. And we're going to take care of you. And we're going to, we're going to plant other things. So when you said earth and water dragon, what? (laughs) Can I just say, I do the same thing with trees. Like, yes. so we did the same thing. My parents, they got a home yeah. and, you know, they're getting older yeah. and I want to help take care of them. So we built an addition on yeah. so we could be here for them. Nice. And that was part of the thing, like to the land, like I, I, I give offerings and it's yes. like, you know, we have to cut down some trees so we can build and be right. safe. I love you. You know, it was like, it's just so funny because yes, I talk to the land. I talk to the trees well, yeah. too. I mean- well, my thing is too, I mean, I do believe, I know people probably think this is a little nuts of me and hey, we're talking woo-woo, why not, right? I believe in fairies. I believe in earth element and I believe in things like that. And a lot of that is Native American kind of, you know, folklore or religion. And I think it's beautiful. And I think the earth, it's a, it's a consciousness too. Yeah. Ever since I was little, I would talk to rocks, you know, rocks and trees. I talked to them. They were my friends. And so that's the thing. It's like just because something is an inanimate object doesn't mean it's not alive in some way. Oh, I and I think especially everything with nature. Well, and the trees, they're all connected underneath by roots. And, and you know, like you put a tree in a parking lot by itself, it's not going to do well. But if you put a tree in an area where there's other trees, even if it's not real close, but it's in an area where it can get to another tree by roots it will do fabulously. So, and you know, because we took down about two acres worth of just mostly brush and a couple bigger trees, I felt so bad. I was just like, oh no. And so I talked to the oldest tree out there, Victoria. We called her that because she survived one of the fires out there. And I just said, listen, you know, just know we're going to take care of this. And I, you know, it's almost like she gave me a green light and said, we know we're good. We're good with this. It's fine. You know, we'll, we'll take a hit. But just make sure you take care of us, you know? <laughs> so we will. Well, yeah. And it's funny because, so, you know, we move out here in the mountains, in the woods. Yeah. We're on a dirt road. And I'm walking. We have, like, a little trail that goes off in the woods. And I found a tree that I was, like, just connected with. Yeah. And yeah, and so he has more of a masculine energy to him. And like, he's my friend. And like all the other trees, it's like, hey, how's it going? But this, he's very, um, mm, I'm trying to think of the word, like matriarch. What's the male version? Not, I guess, patriarch, but I feel like not in a negative way. Right, right. But in like a protective kind of like been through it you know well and and they're uh, very grounding though Monique that's the yeah you know my family had some health issues and I was upset and I just went for a walk and I came up to him and I was just like I felt better it was like he just made me feel so much better like it's okay like the like he and the earth just absorbed my stress and was like it's okay and if you think about it whenever I go outside just go outside and just you know I feel so much better and even if I take a little walk I feel so much better when I get back I'm like my my battery is full again. And I think people don't realize what nature can do for them, especially if they live in a city. And we've, we just gotten to the point where we don't need this big house anymore. And our kids are going to have their own place out there, but we're not going to be able to see their house and they're not going to be able to see ours, but we're close enough. Mm -hmm. You know, like they're a couple acres away, but there's a ton of trees between us. 
and they get their privacy. We get ours and I get to watch my grandbaby grow up and, you know, and they get to help us if we want the help. And my son's studying to be a firefighter. So um, we're just elated that, you know, to us, it's a huge compliment when the kids want to be close to us, you know? And I I think that's something that I would love to see come back because we're doing it with our family. You're doing it with yours. Bringing the multi-generational family back where we, because to me, it's it's not just, I look at it as like, if you have a good relationship with your parents, they took care of you. It should be that you take care of them in return and then your children will take care of you when you need it. But also learn we learn from our own personal histories I feel like so much of history gets changed you don't know what's really what right oh yeah people can share their personal experiences you learn from you know your grandparents you know you're going to teach your grandbabies about what you went through and it's just a good way to pass on history through the family. Exactly. So that's something I think is also important that I would just love to see really come back with people like in society. Well, and they do it in other countries even now, and they've been doing it for, for, for centuries. So, so what is the overall theme for everything now with your tarot cards? Let me pull a card. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, I just got King of Cups. Oh, okay. But what's really sticking out to me is the water. Like he's he's on his little throne and there's like like a cement kind of part of the stone throne and he's surrounded by water and there's like a ship. But like the feeling I'm getting is watch your emotions. Okay. Like cuz I like to look at cards and see what the cards are telling me. Uh-huh. And that's really sticking out. Like, it's almost turbulent. Like, watch out. Watch how you react. Right. Watch your emotions. Well, and also, I think that, you know, the more we react, the more Mother Earth reacts. And it's that, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. The feeling I'm getting from the card is watch your emotions. Watch how you react. You're okay. You're on solid ground. You're stable. Everything around you might not be, but... You can be. That's the feeling I'm getting for because I feel it's so hard to explain it. I feel like I'm like secured. Have you ever like you know how a baby swaddled really well and yeah. it's just cozy and secure? It's okay. Right. So there can be like chaos around you, but it's like you're okay. You're, in a you're safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're protected. But you got to trust that. It's like you got to trust it, no matter you know, and don't fall into it. Don't fall into all of the emotions. Nice. No, it makes sense. So, you know, it's one of those things where if you go into it with good intentions, if you tell yourself every day, you know, and I've told this so many times on my podcast, you can wake up and say, I'm going to have a crappy day. (laughs) You're going to have a crappy day. But if you wake up and say, you know what, it's raining outside and it's wet and it's cold, but you know what, it doesn't matter. It's going to be a good day. And that's your, and that's your reality. You create your own reality. And if you do this with a positive outlook, it looks like you can be in your own bubble, just like this thing's saying. Absolutely. And I think that was something because a few years ago when I did Karen's prediction show for Paranormal Karen, Mm -hmm. one of the things that came up was almost like a fracture in the timeline. Like it's just kind of fracturing out because it was like I had said, it's like people are going to be living on different timelines. There are people who are going to be like, I wasn't affected at all and everything was good and fine. And other people who are going to be like devastated. And so I kind of feel like that's where we've gone. And I feel like you really nailed it. It's like, it's about your perspective as well. And 
And I think that's part of why people have these different realities. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like some people are struggling and other people are like, hey, they're making it. They're doing well. They're succeeding. It's possible. And it just popped in my head. Be mindful of the people who are really trying, who might be listening to this and say, I've been trying to be positive and bad things keep happening. Because you know what? Like I said, sometimes you can do everything right and it still doesn't go your way. And it's about having that mindset of, you know, just hold the hope, know that it really is okay in the big scheme, but sometimes we have to go through things. It'll make us stronger. Try to have that positive outlook. Oh, Monique, you are so amazing. I need you to tell everybody where they can find you. Thank you. So if you're interested in a tarot reading or uh, oracle reading, or also I make organite, you can go to tarotbymonique.com. And you can schedule a tarot or oracle reading. You can look at all the, I make pendulums, dragons, all different fun things. If you're interested in a hypnotherapy session or one of my digital downloads or group hypnotherapy session, go to innerstandingshypnosis.com. Okay. And I can add all that on my show. Minute consults if somebody's interested in one-on-one hypnotherapy. So that way, you know, we can kind of make a plan for you and see if this is right for you. Absolutely. I can add all of that on my show notes. So girl, you are amazing. Thank you. Thank you for coming on my podcast. And thank you to everyone listening. I love you. I really hope you make the best of 2024 and every year after. Well, I love providing because I want to know at no cost. So if you like what you heard, please leave me a five-star review or you can just buy me a cup of coffee. It's kind of like a Patreon, but you don't have a monthly subscription and you can give whatever you feel led to give. I am a one-woman show and I do all of my scheduling and my interviewing and my editing. So just know your support is so greatly appreciated. And one more thing, I am a paranormal romance novelist and you can find all of my books on Amazon. Just look up my name. I'm very easy to find. Thank you guys again and I will see you next week.